sit up straight, brush the crumbs off of your lap, try to pay attention. It's time for Kitchen Table Spirituality, your weekly devotional. I'm here with a pastor who's clean cut, who's on top of things, who doesn't take no fuss for muss, and is just the most aggressively productive and efficient pastor on this side of the Mississippi, Pastor Charlie Eastman of Program Congregational Church in Southboro, Massachusetts. It's me. I thought you were going to announce a guest. Uh, no, no. you're it. That's wow. who you are. All right. So I am here with the guy that somehow managed to get out of bed this morning, yeah. Reverend Jonathan Malone of First Baptist Church in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. That's, yeah, that would be me. And Someday I'm still going to practice these, these, these superlatives in time to have something to say about you, but uh, yeah, it'll, people will fall out of their chairs when it finally happens. I've got a whole booklet of intros for oh, you. Look, at, look at this book. I mean, these are all just about you. And I just thought you were an improv guy. No, no, no. I hate <sighs> improv. I find now it the superfluous. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome everybody. <laughs> welcome to... Yeah. Our episode. It's, it's, There's yeah. something special about this episode. There is something special. This is our uh, end of the school year episode. Indeed it is. No more teachers. No, no more, no more, what's, what's, how's it start? No, no more, more something, teachers. no more books. No more teachers' yeah. dirty looks. No more lessons, no more Maybe books. Maybe that's, it's been a, clearly it's been a while. I, I always no, learn, I no more something, no more slates, no more chalk all over the place. Oh, yeah. I'm from yeah. a t- certain time. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Out of time. So, uh, how's it going at First Baptist Church in East Greenwich, Rhode Island? Things are going well. Things are going really well. We are did getting ready. Did you have ready. a great children's celebration? We did. I just had to ask. Oh yeah, we we really did. It was it was I'll fantastic. We uh, um, the kids did the readings. Uh, we had children's stories that um, you know we talked about, and we had a nice picnic afterwards. Some fun games. Okay. Uh, I w- I got to try to fly a kite. And I mm-hmm. found out that no matter how fast you run, that yes. kite will not stay in the air if there's no wind. Mm. And yeah, so they I, all said, I, yeah. just keep preaching, Pastor, and that wind will come. And I didn't know how to interpret that. You should have said, I'm in sales, not management. Oh. I'm just A not rabbi quick. rabbi friend told me that. Okay. That's good. <laughs> so, yeah, so that went well. And we had our annual meeting last week, and that also mm-hmm. went well. Thank you, everyone, for being there, participating, and all that. Uh, and Wonderful. we are moving into summertime fun time. All right. Which means more outdoor services. Our next outdoor service is July 11th, mm-hmm. which feels far away, but it'll be here before you know it. And we're oh. going to have that at Camp Canonicus in Exeter, Rhode Island. Yay, Canonicus. And we're, we're going to have bat- baptisms during the service. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So otherwise, uh, we are just con- we're continuing with worship, but it's, we're moving into our su- summertime mode, which is a little more relaxed. You know, it, it's a good time. Great. How hey, tell about, me what 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 rhymes with canonicus? Um, a monoculus. Oh, homunculus. Homunculus. homunculus? Yeah, no. you find the homunculus at canonicus. That's the best I got right off the top of my head. See, I want to write a song someday that says the only thing that rhymes with canonicus is orange. That that would be a good song. That'd be a fun camp song, wouldn't it? I yeah. just love the name of Camp Canonicus. I'm assuming it is a Native American name. Is that it wrong? It is. Uh, Canonicus, mm. I think, was a chief. I don't remember what tribe. I want to say the Connecticut tribe, but it might have been okay. the... Um, oh, what's the other one? 
I can't remember the name of the tribe that saved Roger Williams, and that's hmm. embarrassing for me as a Baptist. I'm sorry I put you on the spot inadvertently. <clears throat> well, it's okay. What tribal land are you on? Um, Do you oh, know? Uh, 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 starts with an A, and now I'm really losing all the... If you go to nativeland.ca, nativeland.ca mm-hmm. has a very wonderful interactive map that will show you... It, often you're on multiple tribal lands. Right. You're not always just on one. Um, anyway, I, I think I'm on Nipmuc, but I might also be on... Well, I don't know. Oh, there's a hyphen in the native land, just so you all know. Native-land.ca. While I find out what tribal land I'm on, why don't you let us know how things are going at... um... Sorry, that was a bit of a rat hole. Um, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, hey, we had a lovely children's uh, Sunday worship service. Uh, We heard the voices of our kids proclaim loudly the the, uh, good news, and they told us about their lives and how God was intersecting and the church was intersecting with their lives. Oh, that's great. There's nothing better on Children's Sunday than giving the sermon over to a young person yeah. who has anything at all to say, and you don't tell them what to say. Just stand back and watch the spirit move. It's yep. such a gift. Yeah. So church, get your youth in your pulpit. Yeah. Please. Yeah. There's plenty of time for your regular pastor to do your regularly scheduled program. But if you miss out on hearing those these kids from where they're at right now, oof, boy, what and, a loss. And really, aren't you all just getting tired of listening to our regular pastor? Oh, I know I am. Isn't it nice to He's get He's everywhere I go. I know, seriously. Um, so we did that. We're currently involved in our Backpack Angels program, which will continue through the summer until Excellent. we meet our needs of 28 backpacks and five laptops that we're going to distribute to families in need in the Greater Framingham School Districts. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to everybody who's already contributed. And other than that, we are very much, yeah, Pilgrim Church in Southboro feels like summer is coming fast. We do have some things we're working on internally around welcome and church structure and other things, but that's, that's nothing that I need to share other than to right. say everybody's working hard and getting ready for a lovely summer. Oh, oh. of course. Of course. Worship. Worship will be at 9.30 in the sanctuary each Sunday beginning June 27th. So June 27th through Labor Day, 9.30 a.m. And additionally, my installation service. Oh, wow. When's that going on? Um, That will be on September 19th. Oh, how exciting. 3 p.m. September 19th. Yeah. You'll get an invitation. Oh, I hope so. Whether you're free or not, you're getting an invite. I know. I, I want that invite. <sighs> All right. I've got plans for the invite. I'm on Narragansett land, <laughs> by the hey, way. Hey, there you go. Narragansett. That makes sense to me. Yeah, it does make sense. I don't know why I didn't think about that. And I don't remember mm-hmm. if that's the actual tribe that saved Roger Williams. I, I just, I'm, yeah. you caught me at a time when I'm blinking. Maybe when we're not podcasting, we'll look it up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. Some good things happening. We Indeed. Should, we should probably also give the news that. So this is going, we're going to take a break during the summer. Last summer we didn't, but it was, this was intended to be a kind of devotional during the pandemic era. Um, mm-hmm. Charlie and I had a very productive meeting uh, last week. the best meetings I've been to in ages. Oh my gosh, it was, it was the tastiest meeting I've been to in a long Omelets. time. And can we recommend without reservation? I think so. Brickyard? I, yeah, Brickyard on, oh, what was the name of the street? Um. Oh, man, I'm losing every touch with a W, and I can't remember it. Wickeden. Brickyard on Wickeden. Oh, 
What a great breakfast. It was, really. Support your local food service folks who are struggling yeah. to get back to doing what they're doing. Yeah. This is a great spot on, in Providence on, do, do we call it the Wickenden neighborhood? What's the neighborhood called? It's in East-ish Providence, but yeah, the w- yeah. Wickenden neighborhood, maybe. When but yeah, it's on Wickenden Street. If you, know, if you know Providence, that's just one of those hippish kind of streets. Wickenden. It's Newberry Street for the locals. That's it. Nicely said. Nicely done. Or Thayer Street for the locals. Sorry, yeah. that would yeah, have been more Thayer Providence. Street for them. More providential. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're going to take the summer off, and we're going to come back in September. So this is, uh, yeah, this is it. And, you know, we just, our schedules are so crazy that it, it makes sense for us, and, and you'll, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. If you need to hear our voices, call us, and we'll talk to you. Yeah. Of course, you can no always problem. listen to past episodes. They're all on the feed. That's right. Just subscribe. Indeed. Which, by the way, Apple, I know you're listening. Your update to the uh, podcasting app is horrendous. <laughs> you, you're not the first person I've heard. I know. This. I saw that, and I've never put, made comments. I sent in a comment. I'm so upset at their update. I am so up, Charlie. Mm. I'm really upset. Okay. I have a, I have a system. I have a way of doing things. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm very like telling a church person they can't do it the way they've always done it. I have, it works for me, and they messed it up. Oh, I hear I'm so you, angry. Okay. I hear you. I hear your anger. I hear your frustration. <sighs> Cleansing Sorry, thoughts. I can't make it better. No, it's okay. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, your frustration comes at a moment of momentousness. Yes. Because That's not a we were at a word. crossroads right now, and it was really hard for us to pick a topic to talk about for our end-of-season episode, mm-hmm. because we were wrestling with this idea of um, not only is it Pride Month yep. internationally, yeah, it is International Pride Month, June, the LGBTQ plus community took the whole first month of summer. Good. And, and well, they should have. Yeah, good for them. But additionally, in the midst of that comes Juneteenth. Yep which is a national day of reckoning for people who live in the United States. And if it's not, you need to check yourself. <laughs> yeah. Find out what you, we'll Juneteenth is, is the day when a, um, uh, the, the news of the emancipation reached the last um, enslaved person in Texas. And so, mm-hmm. so this, is the, this is the day that they celebrate the news of emancipation had reached um, all enslaved people in the United States. Right. June 19th, 1865, the announcement of General Order Number 3 by Union, General, Union Army General Gordon Granger, who proclaimed freedom from slavery in Texas. So, this is a... Go ahead. Yeah, well, go, I mean, I was going to say, that's the two major things. Pride Day is, is very, Pride Month is very important, especially as we've had this wonderful push and pull. Well, the push has been good. The pull has not been good. This, this movement of, of people who are transgendered really being coming out more, being getting more of a spotlight, being able to speak freely about that. We're um, hearing of more people saying that they are transitioning, um, feeling free to be able to do that. That's, that's absolutely wonderful. The other side is there's been this influx of these laws about gendered bathrooms or, 
whether or not it's okay for um, people of a certain age to go through a trans uh, transitioning process so a backlash so and mm-hmm. because of that backlash the the embracing of of pride month is so important because pride is not just about um lg at the lg and b it's lgbtqa plus i mean it's really em- helping us to broaden our view of of what of mm-hmm. what sexuality means of what gender means of what identity means so yeah. really important and then of course 19th helps us remember or, or open our eyes to the importance of the struggles of BIPOC individuals, of critical race theory, and how important it is to teach that at an appropriate age level in an appropriate way. Mm. I can unpack that. Uh, I be- think this is going to be our most uh, inadvertently political episode yeah. in a while. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's what's happening Go in the on. United States right now, as always. Even with a pandemic, mm-hmm. people will pick political sides of the thing, yeah. and then their team adopts a stance, and they feel they have to have the same stance. Right. So as, as a result, when you talk about these issues as a person of faith, as a person who realizes that God knit me together in my mother's womb, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, no matter how I am made... Mm-hmm. If you recognize that and you embrace the transgender community as part of this glorious rainbow of LGBTQ plus experience, you are lumped in with, by certain people, the liberal or the Democrat party. Right. You can't have a brain of your own. You've bought their party line. Conversely, if you go to the kind of church where everybody watches Fox News and Voice of America and votes Republican, then you might think that conversion therapy is the way that you deal with the LGBTQ plus community. That is to heal them of the illness that makes them gay so that they can get better in the light of God. Mm. Um, If that's how you feel, this really isn't the podcast for you. Hey, but you know, I'm thrilled that you stuck with us this long. (laughs) Man, (laughs) how did you manage it? (laughs) Amazing. The reason this matters, especially in relation to the transgendered community, is that this is part of the crisis of violence that we're experiencing in the United States in 2021. There have been so many mass shootings, so many deaths, and currently the death toll for transgendered individuals is at 28 for the year. 28 individuals in the United States of America have been killed ostensibly because... They are transgendered. Right. Now, last year, total deaths for the entire year was 44. Mm. And at this point in the year last year, I believe there were only 14. Oh, so now, it, it, yeah. I, I don't mean to belittle the sacrifice of those lives by using the word only. Right, right. But we are on track to have an even more violent year yeah. than we did last year. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really trying to always be talking about the transgendered community as normative mm-hmm. and welcome so that people understand that people of faith like me do not have a problem with that community and in fact see them as a blessing and and don't understand why others can't. Right. Well, maybe I do understand. I have a story for that if we have time. Okay. So, and, and somehow we're going to try to straddle that with Juneteenth. And I don't know if we want to try to be going back and forth or to segment Let's, them. Let's finish talking about Pride okay. Month, and then let's go to Juneteenth. That sounds just, good. There are certainly people who are concerned with both, but As you should be. two different things. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, you know, the, the church has a really negative history um, on its treatment of 
the LGBTQ plus community. And um, it's it's egregious how negative it is. And I think the lack of... Well, I so... You know, it, it's, it's this is interesting that even while this while we're having this conversation, the Southern Baptist Convention, <laughs> just in the news, yeah, it's in the news again because of their treatment of people who um, are are raising up awareness of sexual assault, and mm-hmm. the leadership said, "Well, let's not spend a lot of time with the victims. Instead, let's make sure that the base is okay, the status quo remains. Let's not protect people." It's it's our our faith tradition's reluctance to deal with sexuality in a full and honest way um, that I think feeds into all of these other sins and and pain um, that that we are still try, need to repent for. Does that make sense? Oh, definitely. Yeah, well put. So, um, folks, we're sexual beings. We're sexual beings, and, and, and it doesn't mean it has to be in one way or, or another. It doesn't have to be, um, yeah, an either-or. I mean, God made us complex creatures mm-hmm. beautifully. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's right. Yeah. And, and if I can add, I'm going to really stop. It's okay. If, if you're not sure um, what the right position is, to take with with any kind of issue. If one party or one group of people or or some folks are saying, are are advocating exclusion and judgment, then they're doing it wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a good rule of thumb. The, The savior you follow actually flouted the purity laws that he was supposed to be operating under mm-hmm. in order to share his good news about God with people who he knew yeah. were not going to adopt his set of purity laws. Yeah. And he talked to them anyway, and he ate with them anyway, and he blessed them anyway. So, man, if you can't figure this out, I guess this is our line in the sand, right, Jonathan? I guess. I mean, we're also saying I, this when the, uh, <laughs> the U.S. Catholic bishops are meeting to say whether or not they should not offer Eucharist to people because they're pro-choice. Again, if you are in a place of saying maybe we should exclude folks because we don't like what they're saying or doing, you're doing hmm. it wrong. Yeah. I, yep. Yeah, I know that's, that's gonna, downright un-American for sure. Well, we would think it's un-American, but that's a whole other talk conversation. <laughs> You're, right. You're right. Now, now dealing with the transgender community can mm-hmm. bring out things in yourself that you don't know what to do with. Right. Um, that's fair. I, and I'm going to share, a, in five minutes, I'm going to yeah. share a really important story uh, that was part of my foundational understanding of the transgender community. I was in a class at a school called Andover Newton that used to be in Newton, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and now is... Um, a uh, school at Yale Divinity School. And at, at that school, there was a program, a class rather, called, um, what was it called? Hmm. It was the ISMS uh, class. No, not ISMS. Oh, it okay. Was, it I was, don't know then. Uh, ministry, pastoral care and counseling for the LGBTQ oh. community or something okay. like that was the title. Um, it was a transformational class for me Fantastic. to understand the depth of challenges that folks in the LGBTQ plus community face mm-hmm. and 
we decided it was decided that we would do a unit on transgender experience and we had a transgender individual mm-hmm. come to the class to present and okay. to speak good and so i was looking forward to this i told my wife it was going to happen i couldn't wait i was so looking forward to it and uh this individual walked into the classroom mm-hmm. and went to the podium and i had the most embarrassing and palpable fight or flight response to this individual's presence. Interesting. Me at Andover Newton thinking I'm so progressive, so woke, so figured out, this individual was standing within four feet of me and I wanted to flee. Wow. I felt uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I felt threatened. I felt like, what is going on here? All I could see was a man of Mm -hmm. a certain age with a lot of makeup on and a wig. And I wanted to yeah. run away from that person, and I was completely shamed mm. at my response. I did not get up and run away. I sat and listened. Good. And I learned about their experience, and I learned about what they had been through. And by the end of the class, we were shaking hands, and people were thanking this individual for coming. And this person gave people hugs, and before I knew it, I was standing next to them and got a hug. Oh, fantastic. And um, I did not recoil. I did not. It it was just a hug from another human being. Yeah. I think though- Who's made their way in the world. And and so when people, sorry, I'm I'm, No, no, please finish. Go ahead. When when people say, when people have strong reactions to transgender expression- Right. I I understand that we've been so programmed in our lives- to be one particular thing and to understand people in binary terms. Mm. That yeah. that moment you have to recognize that God does not God is not restricted to binary. Mm-hmm. That that suddenly there's a range of expression and you're just part of it. That's a that's a really important moment to have. And I was blessed to have it in relationship with another human being. That's beautiful for you to share that, Charlie. And I hope that it's helpful for other f- folks who um, have those own kind of emotions. I mean, your emotions are your, your emotions. Your feelings are your feelings. Mm-hmm. And, and we can't say your feelings are wrong because that's where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, but for I mean, what the example you offer for you to sit with those feelings, to be uncomfortable, and to say, yeah. I'm going to stick this out because you know, even though I'm feeling a certain way, I know that I need to stay here and stick it out. That that's that's progressive. That was one of the benefits of the class, though. I, I got to give credit to uh, uh, Professor Tigert, I think it was, okay. who led that class. Um, she really, um, Leanne M. Tigert. Okay, yeah. That's who it was in New Hampshire. She's, wow, what a treasure. Yeah. She said we were going to sit with the uncomfortable moments, and that was the mantra I used Good for you. when Good. I was sitting there. That's I'm, great. Here's my uncomfortable moment. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, it... You'll be uncomfortable. You'll be pushed, yeah. or maybe not. Maybe you won't be, and that's great. Yeah, maybe you're. You don't have that. Yeah, restriction. Maybe it hasn't been so ingrained in you. That's and that's and that's a good segue to the the Juneteenth, the ingrained. Yeah. Mm. I'm, so, you know, there's there's a Black History Month, and that's an important month. It should be longer. I mean, if we're going to add days onto February, it should only be because we need more time. To sure. really delve into and study black history of, of the United States. But apparently we can't add days on February but four times a year or four, four years <laughs> I know what you mean. at a yeah. time. Ridiculous. 
that's just the system. Um, But if nothing else, I hope Juneteenth pulls us to a place where we can fully get our, you know, engage in this fabricated furor Mm -hmm. over the scare of critical race theory. Oh. And boy, do I mean fabricated. Say more. It, for you know, critical race theory is a very um, it, it, it's it's a complex approach to studying society. It is not something you teach to kindergartners. No. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. So so we're getting it's not into the target po- audience. No, no, we're getting into political theory. We're getting into identity theory. We're do- we're doing basic philo- philosophy. Right. I mean, this is this is advanced stuff. Yeah, you put two kindergartners of two different skin colors together, and they just—they might fight over the blocks, but they don't mind being in the same room together. Right? Yeah, that's not—that's not what critical race theory is about. I yeah. mean, it is about how people are going to be advantaged systemically in our culture because of the color of the skin, because of the way our cult, our society has evolved, because of the history of where we come from as a nation. For crying out loud, read de Tocqueville's Democracy in America. If you haven't read that yet, or even at least the chapters at the end of the first volume on his view of, of race and slavery in America, you really need to. This is yeah. 1830s. He's talking about a problem we're going to have. And, mm-hmm. and just because you say, I don't see color, or I understand that it doesn't matter what color you are to be a human, full human being, it doesn't mean you're not affected by a racist system that is prevalent in our culture, in our nation. It's there. People yeah. are going to have an advantage because of what they look like. That's mm-hmm. how we are so far. This doesn't mean we should be okay with that. And Juneteenth, if nothing else, should call us to be aware of that and to say, this isn't good. This isn't right. Yeah. We need to change it. But for crying mm-hmm. out loud, folks, get your heads out of the sand and, and realize that being, a, that being an anti-racist is more than just saying, I see everyone as loved and blessed. Okay, I've got to step right. back. Boy, boy, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> you got fired up. Apparently... I love it. I need to it's take great. the summer off. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I give you permission. Um, yeah. And we also need to admit, you know, here's the here's the truth of our podcast. And yeah. like most podcasts, we are two white men. Right. Two, two straight yep. identifying white men who, who really don't, you know, we're, our voices are not the primary voices no. you should be hearing on this. Right. And I, I guess you do whatever you can to get voices of color into your thought stream mm-hmm. and to and to understand their take. Yeah. Understand the preference of of the gay community for how it is referenced and understand the preference of BIPOC, mm-hmm. black indigenous people of color for how they want to be referenced. It's their story. Yeah. And we, we have co-opted it for too long. And it's a function of this podcast that us two are talking this way about these matters. But it's also foundational to our faith, mm. say, say and that's why we that. want. That's why we want you to understand it. So God, God truly shows no partiality. The Scripture goes, mm-hmm. and um, and the sermon goes on. Par- Parthens, Medes, wherever you're from, yeah. it it doesn't matter. God speaks to all the people, and God doesn't. You know, nowhere in Scripture, whether whether the Bible is God's reaching towards humanity or humanity trying to understand God. Nowhere in scripture does it tell you that you have to separate people of this color from people of that color in order to better um, give them a hierarchy before God. Hmm. 
That's just not, that's not necessary. It's not present. Right. And so engineering that into your faith experience is a, is a sickness. I believe it with my whole heart. And I think it's so much more relating to the feeling of a dominant culture that understands that it's no longer dominant. Now, who understands that better than Protestant mainline Christians? The very words we used to describe ourselves, we used to be called the main line because we were the main line of faith in the United States. Well, we've been learning over the last 50 years what it means to be the Protestant sideline. And nobody likes that phrase when I say it, but that's what we are now. We are now counter-cultural. Most people do not- Go to church. Exactly. It's liberating. Most now, people don't yeah. go to churches. Most people don't follow this this way of, of being. And so now when people come to us, they want to know where we stand on all the things that they're hearing about going on in their world. Yeah. And boy, we, and yeah. Jesus, the words of Jesus have always had something to say about oppressing those who have less than you have. <laughs> they're usually negative. Jesus actually, uh, every always, time yeah. Jesus like says, stop that. Stop yeah. it. Knock it off. Read, reread Matthew chapter 25. Yep. If this, if you can't get this through your head, I mean, just keep rereading that, that book, that chapter, and eventually you'll come to a deeper understanding of what yeah. God wants of you. But please hear I, me. I really believe that. Yeah. And, and please hear me, folks. Um, those, I, 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 right now I want to, I'm speaking to my other white brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone else, you know, BIPOC folks, you can, you, you already know. So, um, it's, life is not fair. We are all not starting from the same place. The system is rigged and it's rigged. If you're white and listening, it's rigged in your favor and you need to do what you can to change it. That's yeah. on you and me and yeah. all of us. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. Everyone else can you can start listening again. I had a moment today where we had to drop off a letter to my daughter. So we walked through the back way mm-hmm. into the, onto the school grounds and walked up to the front door of the school and pressed the button. And there was a Franklin police officer stationed um, there watching the parking lot, I, I assume, yeah. is what they're doing. And I waved to the police car and they didn't interact with us in any way that I could see. Of mm-hmm. course, it's a black car with black tinted windows, right. you know, big military looking truck. That's <laughs> apparently the way people like it now. I guess. So I w- walked past that truck, waved, and um, then went to the door and gave the letter and walked back out of the school grounds. Piece of cake. And I'd like to think that if I looked any different than I do, that's yeah. exactly what would have happened. Oh, you but don't I know? I don't know. Yeah, you don't. I don't know. And I assume, I don't assume that the system is racist because I want to tell the system it's a piece of garbage. I assume the system is racist because of the experiences I've had and things I've seen and because I want it to get better. Yeah, that's a great point, Charlie. Yeah, we're I'm, not. I'm a Christian who yeah. loves these United States. Yeah. I love it here. I yeah. love what we are. I love what we can become. And that's why I have critiques sometimes. That's Same as with my church. I love this church. And that's why I'll say when I think we're off track or need to fix something. It's not not because we have to throw the whole thing away, but because we have to do better. And Juneteenth, the day where mm. <laughs> if someone hadn't come and told the slaves that they were free, nobody else would have told them. Right. Right. 
You know, do you need a better <laughs> indicator for how systemic racism keeps people in their place? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. They were just going to keep right on doing what they were doing. Yeah. Until someone had to roll in and tell them, oh, no, liberation is here. That's that's yeah. a, set, a bittersweet. It's a bittersweet holiday. Yeah. Well, it's not a holiday yet. Hopefully it will be. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, let's, All right, we let's gotta, move we into a prayer. Yeah. So we each Thanks have... Thanks for a, listening, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Let me uh, just get off my soapboxes. Boy, they're really piled high today. <laughs> I mean, just, I they're going to love a break after this one. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, these both, <laughs> they need to tone it down. So we each have prayers um, to read. I have one from George Campbell. George Campbell was born in 1916, died in 2002... Um, he's from Jamaica, and he was very involved in the nationalist movement for Jamaica. Um, so a great poet. So that's who I'll be reading from. And who do you have, Charlie? Well, Augsburg University in 2020 had a chaplain, a campus pastor named Reverend Babette Chatman. And uh, Reverend Babette wrote a gorgeous, I'm, I'm reading a portion of a prayer mm. for Juneteenth that she wrote from last year, but it's such a lovely and compelling um, piece of prayer. I just had to use it. So those are what our prayers are going to be. Excellent. Would you? Why don't, well, I'll go first, and you go second. Sounds good. Yours is more poetic, and hers is regular, regular prayer, prayer language, honest prayer. So, so this is for Juneteenth. Okay. Let us pray. Liberating God, we offer a prayer of thanksgiving and praise for your hearing the cries of the oppressed. Bless your name for giving us the victory and freedom over slavery. We in gratitude unite all of our hearts to reflect on where you have brought us from. As we enter this Juneteenth holiday celebration, let us remember all of our ancestors who longed to see this day come. Let us sing songs of joy and celebration. God, thank you for the freedom we experience. Let us not take for granted at what cost we experience it. May we fill the land with songs of joy and thanksgiving in celebration in remembering your saving grace. And from George Campbell. Holy be the white head of a Negro. Sacred be the black flax of a black child. Holy be the golden dawn that will stream in the waves of the wind and will thin like dispersing cloud. Holy be the heads of Chinese hair, sea calm, sea impersonal, deep flowering of the mellow and traditional, heads of people fair, bright shimmering from the riches of their species, heads of Indians with feelings of distance and space and dusk, heads of wheat and gold, heads of people dark, so strong, so original, all of the earth and the sun. Amen. Lovely. Amen. All right. So, folks, have a great summer. Indeed. Some. Have a great time. Have a great break. And yeah. um, we'll be back in September with power. And uh, we'll have a whole new set of, uh, of joy to share with you. And really, we're going to try and do, um, we're going to try and think more seasonally going yeah. forward. So when we come back, we're going to have a fall season of yeah. the podcast. And then we'll go from there. You'll see. Because we're it. no longer just a coronavirus right? daily devotional or weekly devotional. Yeah. Oh, not daily. We will not go daily. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not doing it. Beyond our bandwidth. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That wasn't part of the production meeting. Indeed. All right, folks. Be well. Thanks. Bye.
Kitchen Table Spirituality is a part of the 12 Enough Network. Your hosts were Jonathan Malone, the pastor of the First Baptist Church of East Greenwich, Rhode Island, and Charlie Eastman, pastor of Pilgrim Congregational Church in Southboro, Massachusetts. You can find the notes to this show and other shows at 12enough.com. You can send your comments, your thoughts, your questions, anything else at 12enough at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Facebook slash 12enough. And please rate and like the show. And thank you very much for listening. Additionally, my installation service. Yeah.